0: Hi, everybody. Today, I am here with Angelos Parasakis, and I hope I pronounced that correctly. Angelos is the CEO of DDB Group, which is the leading creative agency here in Bulgaria. And I have just recently joined that group to head up tribal worldwide. So Angelos is is now partners with me in that venture. And this is our first episode, our first ever maiden voyage, so please bear with us. I'm going to be speaking with Angelos about a range of topics today, but I first want to introduce him. He has been in Bulgaria uh, almost several years. years longer than me, 19 years. 19 years. So he came in, in 2001, and he's had quite a journey. I think like me, he he fell in love with the country and decided to make it his home. So why don't we start off, Angelos, by why don't you tell us a, a little bit about how you came to Bulgaria back in those days, what did Bulgaria look like back then, and how how did things evolve to to where you are today with DDB Group?
1: Paris, um, thank you very much for uh, for the question. I mean, uh, first of all, it's my first podcast. I'm usually, I'm not uh, on the podcast and so on, so it was, uh, it was a great idea that you had, and uh, Hope this will flourish and move forward. Um, yeah, indeed. Uh, Nineteen years in Bulgaria. It came by accident, actually, uh, by accident because I was uh, I was at that period of time uh, 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 account uh, account manager in uh, in Inter American account, and um, we have been I have been asked at this period of time to go to help in Romania the account uh, in a DDB. And uh, it went very well. Uh, this happened uh, 1999. So uh, from then it started my trip to to the Balkans and uh, all the region, where at eventually at one point uh, been uh, in Romania for two years. They have been they called me from the headquarters and told me you want to go and uh, uh, and do the same in Bulgaria. Actually, just uh, help a little because uh, the market. Uh, Air is very weak for us. And uh, and actually, and I said, okay, let's give it a try. And uh, 2001, I remember it was 1st of January, 2001. Uh, no, 2nd of January. And I landed in uh, Sofia on a cold, snowy weather. And I went in our office, which was at this time in Cherkovna, a small apartment uh, with bars on the windows. This was my first, uh, uh, actually, look on uh, in Sofia, and we're uh, like six persons working only for McDonald's. That's the only client we had. and so uh,
0: McDonald's, McDonald's was the first client?
1: McDonald's was the first client, actually. We came one year before uh, McDonald's opened in the market. That was 1993, from what I know, uh, just to prepare ourselves and to have an agency to serve McDonald's. And from then on, we still work together all these years. So hopefully in a couple of years, we will uh, – We'll probably have thirty years of, uh, of collaboration together. So I came in uh, in Sofia, and uh, I loved it. Actually, I mean, it was uh, it was a very nice period of time. Because if you ask me if, which I, period I miss most, uh, I will tell you it's not last year. It's not five years ago. I miss most of these times because uh, this was the uh, the times that we had mostly grow, and we had to manage. Uh, uh, I'd say uh, a, small of pe- a small team of people that we usually could feed with two pizzas, as they say, the Jeff Bezos of Amazon, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and that was then, and we were growing then. And uh, the second year we added, uh, if I remember well, thirteen clients at this period of time. Uh, Excellent. And uh, everything picked up from there. Actually, mm-hmm. 2000 and uh, 2005. Um, I decided that the agency, even though it was picking up on clients, had no absolutely uh, footprint on creative. So at this period of time, I decided to to fix this. Uh, once we had the cash flow, actually, to, to do it. And we started a significant aggressive hiring on creative talents, which uh, okay. completely changed the picture uh, of uh, what DDB Sofia was at uh, this period of time, and from then on, uh, the, the situation is, uh, is right. clear. Right. Numerous the, yeah.
0: awards. Yes. I understand that uh, DDB has been awarded Agency of the Year for how many of the past six several times? Several years.
1: Six, six times. Six times. Six times in ten years, actually. That in is in ten years. Uh, years. Yes. So it's. Uh, uh, I think it was uh, an unbelievable ride, and it is an unbelievable ride,
0: mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't stop there. I mean, we want to. That's ongoing. That. Yeah, we're gonna go there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why not? I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that must mean that you were able to really attract the best creative talent in Bulgaria to to have that kind of success. How did you How did you attract the talent? Um, I don't know. I
1: mean, uh, it's uh, I, I think it's a it's a gut feeling that uh, giving the opportunity to the people they really deserve it. Actually, I mean, uh, at this period of time, I. I hired as creative director uh, Martin Dimitrov, the current uh, creative director of uh, of Nitro and owner of Nitro, and uh, he brought uh, Dancho, your in uh, as a copywriter. And uh, at this period of time, it was uh, easy to understand uh, because we're a smaller team uh, where the talent hides actually. And uh, Dancho has been. Always uh, a diamond in the agency, and uh, he deserved what uh, where he has today, actually. And we try to give him all the all the chances. Also, Dancho has also a great uh, talent on on talent as well. And uh, and I would say that uh, he brought as well uh, Vasil Petrakov, our other creative director. And from then on, uh, a lot of team members mean. The agency is changing a lot. I mean, the agency has been evolving from this period of time, but uh, what I would say for the last ten years and more, at least uh, the people that we have started it and uh, we have grown this agency and uh, we have helped other other people and our agency grow have been significantly and have significant successes are the same actually
0: mm-hmm. yeah, i can I can totally relate to what you're saying. I think that my, one of my main responsibilities now also is, is really to identify and empower talented people, give them what they need, and then get out of their way. Let them do their thing. Let exactly. them achieve what, exactly. they, what they can achieve.
1: Indeed. I mean, this is what uh, is uh, the biggest struggle, actually, when I see it mostly from uh, uh, Bulgarian managers, actually, which is uh, they're excellent as well. But uh, I, I see there is a biggest fear of trusting the people on delivering the work. I mean, the last time I saw a creative work, and this is not, uh, uh, probably people who don't know this, but the last time I saw a creative work before we go to the presentation, maybe it was like, I don't know, four or five years ago, maybe six, seven. Uh, clients, I don't know, but usually mm. uh, it, you have to have such a blind trust to your team that they will deliver the best, really mm. the best. And uh, and this is something that it takes a lot in your guts, actually, to... to Absolutely. And
0: when they sense that trust from you, they get even more motivated because they know that the trust is there and they have the freedom to do what they need to do.
1: Initially, I made the mistake to deal a lot with the creative work. Uh, And I was getting involved a lot because I thought that um, I know everything. And uh, at the period of time, I realized that the more I'm getting involved, the worse I'm doing it. So uh at this period of time you need to have really the willpower and the understanding to to let the talents grow. And this is what actually made us completely different in the market uh from what we were before.
0: Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So let's let's fast forward now to today. And and we're living through some pretty unprecedented times now. And we're recording this on October first, twenty twenty. Tell me about how this year has gone for you and for the agency, and uh, just walk us through the last, say, six or eight months. How did things in this market change, and how did you respond?
1: Uh, if someone says that the COVID have not affected your business, uh, probably is in the pharma business um even there i think that they have been affected quite a lot um, especially in the in the period of the industry and the advertising agencies i would say in the beginning the first days were a bit of dramatic because it was like a, a heart attack in the market i mean uh, the panic uh, nobody was really prepared for something like that um, even the biggest groups and we see from our mother companies and so on i mean nobody was really prepared but uh, what uh, what took us immediately out of, uh, of uh, not of the crisis, of the situation to start thinking future and to start thinking progress and where we can help our clients happened actually after 48 hours, the moment we launched our commercial uh, for a stay home with Telenor. It took us 48 hours to deliver a commercial. This has never happened ever in our life and everything has been recorded from our houses and homes my daughter is there, the CEO of Telenor is there, his son is there, the CMO uh, of Telenor and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. and this is what is a signal of an agency, how they, they should respond. I mean, panic, it's good. You know, you can cry for 24 hours for whatever happens to your life. I mean, usually, mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of business and then just stand up and move forward and it's say- Time to adapt. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly, because uh, this is this is the whole thing. The only good thing is that we have been quite flexible I mean, we have been giving to our employee a lot uh, this home office uh, uh, thing. I mean, we had minimum for one, two times per month for many people, and many people because sometimes I'm I'm seeing also these public emails that they're moving in our house and say many people write, you know, I will work from home today. Uh, at this period of time, uh, sometimes we're thinking somebody would try to skip a little bit of work, and uh, they're very lazy maybe this day or it's a Friday cold and they maybe they can work from home. But we have uh, we have actually tolerated as a company and uh, this proved significant well because we actually went in lockdown two days before the official lockdown of uh, the government. Okay. And uh, I still remember that our designers were taking the and uh, the apples of this world uh, with a taxi and going home. And uh, by Monday morning, we were fully operational. Actually, by Thursday morning, because uh, they closed Thursday, we were fully operational on that.
0: And uh, do you think that the, the move to a fully remote team, did that change the quality of the work, or do you think that the team was able to adapt well to I that? think... I,
1: I would say I'm grateful to our people. I mean, uh, it, it, despite the impact we had uh, on finances, because uh, uh, I think the whole market went down approximately 20, 20, 25%, depending on the clients they had. But let's put like there, I mean, the beginning of, of the crisis. Uh, despite all this, I think that they did brilliant work. Apart, they came with uh, a lot of ideas, all the group uh, of uh, revitalizing the clients and actually explained to them how it's important not to be absent from uh, from the crisis of COVID, but, uh, you know, go with this. I mean, go with the flow and explain to people where the company stands, actually, their brand on this. Uh, I think they did a remarkable work. And I think that, finally, they worked even more than uh, uh, than we had, we had in the previous period. Because the moment that you go on, a, on an online, on a video call meeting, Usually you go with one minute, how are you? Everything is fine. And then you go immediately in the work. Uh, where we, When we meet in the office, we had a lot of coffees and chit-chat around for hours. But uh, I think if you ask me, this is what we are actually missing. And this is what will be the impact, uh, significant impact uh, in the long run. The lack of uh, gathering people in an office and having, uh, and having them around and... Uh, even, culture, yeah, the culture. I mean, this is what I'm. I'm afraid mostly that uh, will uh, mm-hmm. will be lost. And uh, on this, actually, we're currently working on see how we can revive this, in a sort of. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, what, what was, Yes, yeah. sorry, just one thing. The last one. I mean, I, I think what was in the past is end will end. I mean, this the, these days will never come back as we have been in the office uh, uh, as before. I mean, this will change completely. I doubt. That we will have a full work week in the office if somebody would choose to go on a uh, on a home office uh, in the future. Uh, yeah, that be. I,
0: I agree. I think I think this is not a temporary change. I think this is pretty permanent. Yep. And and it, I'm seeing the same thing over here. Mm-hmm. How how is it now with the clients? Is it the same dynamic when you're having to communicate and pitch to a client over a Zoom call? when before you were in the room and you could read all the body language? Tell, tell me about how that's going.
1: I think with our clients, we have never been in a better relationship than we are today, actually. I mean, they understand that uh, we have been there for them. We have been backing them up in this period of times, And uh, I think the bonding uh, that we have together, even we meet, I, I speak with more clients nowadays uh, than before. I mean, because we meet a lot with uh, on video calls and all this. And it seems that uh, it has somehow shortened the difficulty of arranging a meeting, go to a meeting, uh, come back from a meeting, and so on. Um, but uh, uh, I, I, I will see how it is. I'm concerned about how things will go, uh, actually. I mean, nobody knows what will happen next week if we have a lockdown or lockdown, despite uh, the government reassurances and so on. But what we will see tomorrow, 1,500 people infected for a day. I mean, what will happen at this point of time? Because nobody really can predict and say with a hand in the heart, no, this will not happen. So I'm concerned. Uh, I'm concerned uh, of how the things will go. But uh, on the other hand, I see from our clients slowly, slowly start recovering. I mean, the September, the August, uh, even the October, the preliminary forecast figures uh, look uh, for, uh, uh, I would say for Bulgaria, for uh, almost a V-SAPE, Um graphic on the economy, uh, though I'm certain that there are a lot of sectors that they are struggling right now, significantly a lot on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the ages, it's a, tough, uh, it's a tough future ahead. I mean, we had to part with this, some people, uh, either from choice or uh, with their choice as well, uh, from our choice or their choice as well. But uh, in order to be able to, to concentrate uh, as much as possible, we we'll tried to save as much as possible positions as we could. And this is, uh, and this is uh, from the very beginning, what we tried really to, to, to explain to all our teams. I mean, this we tried. Sure. And I, be, I believe that uh, at the end, yes, we might have had some impact on, uh, on personnel. Uh, uh, but I would say that the major talent and the major uh, DNA of our companies is there.
0: Great. Let's talk a little bit about Tribal. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who aren't aware, I just recently joined as the managing partner of Tribal with the goal of transforming Tribal into a performance marketing agency, but preserving the creative DNA that's in the group and in inside of Tribal. So, Angelos, tell us, how, how did you come to the conclusion that performance marketing was something that was needed for the group and why why now?
1: You know, this struck me immediately. As you know, Paris, we met uh, in the beginning, pre COVID uh, days.
0: Yeah, seems uh, like years ago.
1: Yeah, it seems. It, and actually, it's not even a year ago. I mean, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, it was something like in, I don't know, beginning of January maybe. January. Yes. I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, from this period of time, I mean, I've been always. Uh, I've been always thinking that. Uh, What's next? What comes next? Where is the new thing that uh, we will need to be updated as a group and where we need to be actually delivering and we are not? Um, we have the performance team already. I mean, uh, in our media agencies, I would say. But uh, when we're talking together more and more and more, I realize that what you're doing is brilliant, actually, with your clients in abroad. As you know, we start working with you clients uh, uh some clients uh, in the States together. And uh, at this moment, we realized, you know, how we can marry technology actually with creativity. And this is something that will be the biggest struggle actually from for the years ahead to come. And the more I see the shift significantly into performance and the more I see the deliveries of your clients and how the whole thing went uh, from our first meeting to Delivering actually results uh, each and every day to your clients with a little of our creativity and with a lot of your, uh, of your knowledge in performance. I felt that this is the time right to produce to this. And uh, the more I think about that, the COVID was also a boost on our decision because this will speed up at uh, at the light speed. I would say the transfer to digital creativity and performance and marry them together. And I felt that we are working very well uh, uh, till now. I mean, our team respects you. Uh, you respect our team. And uh, you feel that the creativity is uh, uh, a disputable part of uh, of a content, actually, and a creation. And I felt that's it. I mean, let's yeah. marry together, You think.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree with you. When I think about digital marketing and how digital marketing and performance marketing is evolving, I think more and more that's going to be really optimized by automation and AI, not to say that you still need really great people doing that, but I see the X factor, the real difference maker for performance marketing being creative. Exactly. And the communication, and that's, that's what interested me most as well as I wanted to I wanted to have some of that X factor injected into what we were doing, so um, yeah, it's exciting times ahead. And I also do believe, and I'd like to hear your opinion, that as this market has changed and, and people have have seen their marketing budgets being reduced, they have to they're under even more pressure now to deliver real results, sales and revenue growth, from from more limited budgets. Exactly. I and think that's uh, also what's pushing the market more towards performance marketing.
1: Indeed. And the more I feel when talking with our clients and CEOs, actually, that they are currently in the stage of budgeting uh, for next year, which is extremely difficult task, actually, to have. And I hear from them, from all the headquarters that are trying to squeeze, actually, their marketing dollars as much as possible in order to be able to deliver more results, more sales, more performance-related campaigns actually, on uh, on uh, on this. I feel that this will be will be something that will come not soon, not late, but much sooner than we were expecting, actually. There will be a major trajectory shift of budgets to performance marketing. And if we manage to understand this the fastest possible in Bulgaria, the fastest we will be able to adapt. And we will be able also as an agency to survive because as, uh, as much as we like to do traditional work, I mean, this... In the last years, it has been reduced significantly each and every year. I mean, the originally a nice spot and a nice TV campaign uh, will be always in the table for uh, for the brands. But uh, more and more on delivering on actual on actual results and performance-related campaigns, the Google, Amazons, and Facebooks of this world will rule, and we all know this. And eventually, the more we go with the flow, the better we'll be able to adapt the more we try to stop it, simply we'll start dying. So better go with the flow. And I really believe that it was a more, probably the most significant move we had as a group in the last year's our creation of this tribal. And I'm certain, uh, and with a little uh, persistence and consistency of what we're trying to do, it will succeed.
0: I feel the same way. Yep. Well, uh, we're. I think that was excellent. Thanks, thanks for all that background. really interesting. I, I think at this point, I'd like to just give you the floor if there's anything that I didn't ask you or anything else that you'd like uh, that you'd like the the audience to know.
1: Yeah, uh, I would like to say something a little about the talent, actually, because uh, we we as an industry in uh, in Bulgaria, maybe not only because what I'm hearing also from colleagues from abroad. Uh, the advertising industry becomes less and less sexy to work at. And I'm saying sexy, not in a, of course, in a, in a brutal manner, but uh, you know, I mean having the IT bombarding us actually talent and uh, taking talent away and all this, I mean, first of all, first of all, okay, it's a competition thing. I mean, and definitely Mm -hmm. uh, we need to accept this, but uh, the possibilities Working in a creative agency and dealing with the diversification of brands and clients and business and and solving issues, tackle communication issues, tackle, uh, how to say uh, even the most uh, incredible things. I mean, I, I find magic in advertising. Having a client says, "Tell me how I can improve uh, my brand awareness in uh, in Varna." Uh, even such a small. Even with such a small brief, I mean, from a client, uh, it's, uh, it's enough to spark creativity and the brains of a person. And I feel that uh, a person is fully fulfilled when uh, the brain is working at maximum capacity and the maximum creativity. And I really believe that the creativity in our business will not die. I mean, and will not be, uh, will not be something that will be aside. On the contrary, I think that will be more and more playing a role uh, as never before.
0: I'm glad you said that, and I also agree 100% that marketing, regardless of the channel or the format, online, offline, the creativity is always going to be at the heart of success in marketing. Being able to understand how to communicate the right way, um, given the particular persona, and to turn that into, into creativity, the medium that that's delivered through really doesn't matter because that's the essence of marketing, I believe. It's just going to transform through different channels and different tools, but creativity is always at the heart of it. And I also agree with you that there's a lot of great creative marketing talent here in Bulgaria that has still yet to be developed. And that's one of the reasons that, that's one of the things that excites me most also here is about discovering and developing that talent.
1: Indeed. Indeed. I think this will be one of our major roles actually in giving opportunities uh, to to mostly to, to challenge, actually, because it's, a as I say, talent you can become, or talent you're, you're born, I believe it's somewhere in the middle. And uh, you need to have the talent, but you have to be nice as well. So if you have both of them, uh, I think it's the best for, perfect, perfect mix of people what we need in advertising as well. And you are one a nice and talented person, and I think that I'm very happy that we got all this uh, moving forward as
0: well. Thanks. Yeah, same here. Excellent. Well, I think we can wrap up, Angelos. Thanks very much. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode.
1: Thank you, Boris. Bye. Thank you.
0: Bye.